If you're looking for premium quality vitamins and natural supplements, New Roots Herbal has you covered. Proudly Canadian and family owned for over 35 years, their dedication to quality and testing truly sets them apart. Each ingredient is rigorously tested by their ISO 17025 accredited lab from raw materials to final products. So you get exactly what is promised on the label. Pure and potent ingredients safe from heavy metals, pesticides, and toxic chemical solvents. Guaranteed. New Roots Herbal products are available exclusively at health food stores. To learn more or find a store near you, visit NewRootsHerbal.com. U.S. residents can now find New Roots Herbal products on Amazon.com. Are you ready for a podcast on healthy living that isn't about having six-pack abs? A podcast for the rest of us. A show for everyone, for people of all shapes and sizes who just want the best information about living their best life. Join host Lisa Davis, MPH, for Health Power. Welcome to Health Power. I'm Andrea Donsky. Lisa Davis is away today. Today, I'm speaking with James Laval. He's a clinical pharmacist, a board-certified clinical nutritionist, academic co-chair for the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine, and author of more than 20 books, including his bestseller, Cracking the Metabolic Code. Now, here's James. Welcome to Health Power, Jim. I'm glad to be here, as always. As always, yes, I love our conversations. And as I was preparing for today's conversation, I've just I've been thinking a lot about the topic of stress. And I remember before I, you know, when I was younger and I would hear, oh, you know, stress is, you know, it's really at the, is a cause for so many different chronic illnesses and issues that go on in our body. And I didn't really make the connection. Like, I guess I didn't really think of it so thoughtfully. And now as I'm older, I'm in my fifties and I could see how stress affects me and the importance of making sure that we're managing our stress levels. So I thought it would be really great if we can dive into the topic of stress, just start from the very beginning, you know, what is stress and how does it affect our body? And then kind of take the conversation from there. Yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> I think this is, it's an interesting topic because I think if people um, don't feel like they're deconstructing, you know, like they have almost borderline panic attacks, oh, I'm not that stressed. And I, I think the first step is to understand is that stress is normal. It's a normal physiologic response. Your body uh, is supposed to have an acute stress response, but you know what? 300 emails in a day, getting fighting through traffic, you know, rising gas prices, you know, maybe you've got one child who's a prodigy and another child who's challenged that you're trying to help get through their school and their sports, you know, two income family, everybody's working. All of a sudden, the lines of what stress is becomes blurred. So the bottom line to the physiology of this is that in the morning, you're supposed to make stress hormone called cortisol and it goes up And that's when you're supposed to get alert and start going with the day. And then the diurnal pattern, meaning that your body runs on a clock. And it's actually a clock in your brain called the suprachiasmatic master clock. The suprachiasmatic nucleus master clock. And when we get under stress and our day becomes longer and longer and longer, now all of a sudden our stress hormone's not dropping at noon and then dropping again at five. And then going down to almost nothing at bedtime, which is the signal for us to start to release melatonin and repair our brain for the next day. Instead, what happens is we're releasing those chronic stress hormones where we go up and maybe it starts to stay up. And so now all of a sudden, why can't I fall asleep? Why can't I stay asleep? 
Why am I craving carbs? How come that little sip of wine became a goblet of wine? What, you know, these symptoms or why am I anxious? Why am, you know, why is it that I'm feeling overcommitted? So what it really is going on is a shift in the stress hormone cortisol and your body's normal diurnal pattern. Now, so when, when that happens, all the other clocks in your tissues, you do literally have like these metabolic clocks in your other organs and tissues. So if I don't release that melatonin at night, that means my glucose and insulin regulation is going to be off for the next day. Yeah. And when glucose and insulin's off, now all of a sudden I'm gaining weight. When, when I've got too much cortisol and my brain is hyper aroused, now all of a sudden I've got what's called sympathetic dominance, right? Too much fight or flight hormone. And that's going to translate into blood vessels that are stiffer. That's going to translate into kind of your immune system starting to get actually a little bit challenged and worn down. So when you hear when people are under chronic stress, they're more prone for colds and flus. Right. It's because of the posture that people are put in. And I know we were going to discuss this, but and women are actually more sensitive to fight or flight. And that's a, you know, that's a another discussion point. But that's kind of framing up what is stress, what does it do in your body, why is it so important? And it's not just the fact that, oh, wow, I'm feeling nervous. It could be other things that you're feeling that you're not attributing to the fact that that busy lifestyle is starting to bring you down. You know, it's interesting that you said that in the beginning, because when you ask somebody, and I speak to um, a lot of people and, you know, we'll, <clears throat> they'll complain about their sleep, which we many of us do as we get older, and we're not getting good night's sleep. And I'll say, okay, well, if you're waking up, and you kind of alluded to this, like if you're waking up between 2 and 4 a.m., generally it's cortisol rising at the wrong time. Are you stressed? Like really look at, you know, balancing your stress and stimulating more of your parasympathetic nervous system. They're like, no, I'm not stressed at all. And I think it's, it's kind of an interesting point. What you said is that sometimes our perception of stress is a little bit different than what reality or what's really going on. Well, you know, I, I always say numbers don't lie. I love getting either a four point salivary cortisol to look at that pattern. I love getting a morning blood cortisol, I love getting a resting heart rate. I mean, not bad, right? Mm. And then I love blood pressures morning and night because if your resting heart rate's above 62, especially if it gets into 70, you're a little sympathetic dominant. Mm. If your blood pressure is over 120 over 80 or below 110 over, say, 70, now we know your nervous system is off a little bit. And I think a lot of times people go, well, gee, I mean, so what? It's a little off. What's that matter? Well, it matters because it's building to a certain future. And a lot of people don't realize that number one risk factor for a cardiovascular event is disordered autonomic nervous system mm -hmm. function, which is the byproduct of stress. More important than smoking, mm -hmm. more important than food. It's your nervous system response. And, you know, look, think about it. I mean, Andrea, we need a watch to tell us it's time to breathe. <laughs> yeah, because we're so busy. Everybody's <laughs> doing a million things, right? We're so busy. We're working like it's it's yeah, you're right. It's like, OK, let's schedule our breathing on our on our watch, on our phone. Right. And I'm so glad I get to breathe 12 times a day. <laughs> right. I mean, you, you know, and, and, you know, just so people know that's li that are listening 
when your nervous system gets sympathetic dominant, you become much more shallow when you're breathing. Yeah. And so your diaphragm gets stuck. You don't get oxygen. Now I feel a little more tired. I'm making more lactic acid in my tissue and it triggers more anxious behavior. So now all of a sudden, oh, wait a second. I'm a little constipated. I have a little diarrhea. I have a little irritable bowel. I feel a little bloated. Where's that coming from? Right? Yeah. So anyway, it's really interesting when we start to kind of peel away this incredible impact that, you know, chronic stress and modern living has on individuals. Actually, as you were saying that, I was taking my deep breaths. It was like a good <laughs> reminder, right? And I hope all of you who are listening, you're taking that those deep breaths as well as Jim was talking about that. I was like, oh, yeah. You know, so it's great. So, Jim, you mentioned you touched upon the immune system. And I want to talk about that, just given what everyone has gone through over the last two, after the last three years, and, you know, the amount of stress that we've had, um, you know, during the pandemic, talk a little bit about that, because you're saying stress and immunity. So can we go into that a little bit? Well, yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think one of the most interesting things that happened, you know, when, when the pandemic first occurred, when COVID first came out, they were finding out that they could find it in stool cultures. And it turned out that when you look at all the research that's now coming out about, you know, what happened with the, you know, with, with SARS-CoV-2, how it affected the body is it turns out it really affected the microbiome and created dysbiosis. So unfriendly flora growing. And when you have unfriendly flora growing and you start to trigger local inflammation signaling in the gut, because 70% of your immune system is in your gut, it actually sends a message up to the enteric nervous system, which is the nervous system that connects the gut to the brain. And then it triggers Inf inflammation signaling and that inflammation signaling starts to change the way our brain is guiding our immune system. Now, if, if you layer on top of that, that you're already under stress because that enteric nervous system goes in two directions. Now, all of a sudden, my brain is telling that enteric nervous system, the gut, lots of stress up here. And when that happens, it signals the release. A lot of people hear about gut permeability or leaky gut. When you upregulate your cortisol in, in your body and your corticotropin releasing hormone, it basically tells that, that epithelial tissues that are like this, they start to do this. And now we get that gut permeability issue. So we're not, you know, we're not able to absorb nutrients the way we should. Bad bacteria get through there. And it's called bacterial translocation that creates an immune response. And so we get into a situation where the immune system, especially on some of our kind of long haulers that everybody's reading about now, is that your immune system's just never recovered. And I really believe, based on all the literature, that you've got to work on the, the, the microbiome and probiotics. Um, you want probiotics, I think, that are room temperature stable. You want them to be, you know, strains that have been, you know, tested so that when they're in the capsule together, they're not fighting because <laughs> a lot of times probiotics can fight with each other. Uh, and you want to know that they actually have seeded and make an improvement in your immune parameters. So it is important that you look for, you know, good probiotics and also take in prebiotics, like a synbiotic, right? You want those prebiotics to fuel those probiotics so that you can make the nutrients balance the immune system out. So super important for people to understand that gut-brain connection. And in fact, it's the gut immune brain relationship between those three systems that really dictate, you know, where you're going as you're aging even. You know, we hear a lot about gut health. I mean, you know, it's, 
it's kind of like a buzzword, right? It's like, oh, we got to look at our gut health, which by the way, is the foundation for like, obviously like so much, or if not most of what goes on in our body. Can you just give us a little bit of like a, you know, summary of when somebody hears, because for those um, who are listening, they might say, okay, I get it. I need to look at gut health, but what does that mean? You mentioned, you know, you alluded to probiotics, but you know, talk about probiotics, but also what does that mean in general? What should the, you know, what so, should we be doing? Yeah. Okay. So the first thing is, is that if you're gassy, if you're bloated, if you're having reactions to food, maybe you're getting foggy headed or have a little bit of a rash, or maybe your joints ache, uh, there is a clear correlation to food sensitivities and allergies to cardiovascular disease, to mood disorders, um, to attention deficit. You know, there's there's a lot of evidence that when the when the gut uh, is out of balance or or it's leaky, that now because the immune system is now involved, right? You're you're reacting to foods inappropriately. That's releasing inflammatory compounds which then triggers systemic inflammation. So, you know, first of all, do you have symptoms? You know, what's your mood like? Do your joints ache? Have you gained weight? Do you bloat? Do you gas? Oh, constipation, diarrhea, you know, skin rashes, right? You know, we, skin wheels. So that's the first sign. And then if you look at, like, you know, look at lab tests, <clears throat> for a lot of people, they don't even realize if you do what's called a, a CBC, a complete blood count with a differential, you can look at monocytes, eosinophils, and basophils percent. And if you add those up and they're greater than 10, typically that means you're starting to react to something, that your body's immune system is starting to go, hey, we're being hyperreactive. We start making more eosinophils, which trigger histamine, more basophils, which trigger interleukin-6, an inflammatory cytokine. And so, you know, when you say work on your gut, it's okay, is it stress? If it's stress... Let's do some box breathing. Let's take something that's for stress. Is it based on um, bad bugs? Maybe you do a stool kit, stool test, and you see, hey, do I have bad bugs? Do I have candida? Do I have H. pylori? I mean, I got some bad bugs in there. Um, and then it's, well, is it a matter of the fact that my diet's really bad? I'm eating a lot of high allergen foods, and maybe I should just start there. But if I had to think about this, you go, here are the things that, you know, I need to change. What low allergen, anti-inflammatory diet, that's easy to do. Get the probiotics in, get the prebiotics in. Don't eat so much sugar. Don't eat real high fat diet because that even kills off the flora and don't eat a bunch of refined carbs, right? Lots of vegetables, plant forward. The next piece is as well, am I under a lot of stress? And for women, I think it's even more important because you notice that more women have irritable bowel than men. And, you know, so constipation, bloating, more because of her serotonin levels, but still it's important. Uh, and then it's how am I going to repair my gut, right? And so, you know, I think a couple of things are important. Um, I, I look at when, you're, when your body, when your gut gets out of balance, what that really means is, is your immune system's kind of starting to favor one side or the other in its reactions, and you can use something like plant sterols and sterilins, something like Magicare, okay. really good for helping the immune system to get in balance. I know for me, I give it to our autoimmune thyroid cases, which are people that are, they, they react, they're reactive to food. They tend to have a, a leaky or permeable gut. And when we correct their diet, put them on, you know, plant sterols and sterilins, we see their antibodies to their thyroid go down because we've calmed down their immune response. Wow. So, um, well, first so that's of all, kind I, of a, you know, quickly. 
I love that you just said that because I found out this year, I mean, we're talking about autoimmune thyroid, we're talking about Hashimoto's, and I just found That's out right. this year that I have Hashimoto's. And, you know, it's funny because I've just had this conversation yesterday with my friend and I was like, what do we do to bring down those antibodies? So we know that through diet, right? Like avoiding the gluten and dairy and the soy, things that, you know, that our bodies don't like. But you're talking about taking Modicare and that can help bring down our antibodies? Oh, I've had antibodies drop by two thirds. Uh, oh my I, God, I mean, I'm taking years, it. I'm starting I've been using like that today. for, I, I've been using, yeah. Andrea's like, yes, I got yes, a pearl. I'm like, please, that's amazing. I did not know that. So I was like, I'm I, start, literally starting today. I'm going to the store I've and I'm going to buy no, Logicare. I've been using it and you should do three capsules twice a day for the first 30 days and then three okay. capsules a day after that. Uh, just so you know, you know, you're getting the right yes. info on how to take it for that. Um, so, so the point on that is, is I've been using it that way for a good 20 years. It's amazing. I don't mean I've seen it in a couple cases. I'm talking about hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds. Wow, and I've I taught mean- it to thousands of doctors to use it that way as well. Now, so yeah, it's, for- it's really important. And you got to remember what the latest research on, on uh, autoimmune thyroiditis is that lipopolysaccharide LPS otherwise known as circulating endotoxin, which gets developed out. Bacteria die off in your gut because of poor circulation. So remember we said when people get under stress, their blood vessels get stiff, their adrenaline goes up, they become sympathetic dominant, you get reduced blood flow to the gut. What I love about aged garlic extract, it actually lets the blood vessels relax, improve microcapillary circulation, that's been, been shown, because when you when the bugs die off in your gut due to poor circulation, you know, poor delivery of nutrient, what happens is, is that the cell wall of that bug releases lipopolysaccharide. Now, why is that important? It attaches to your thyroid. It attaches to your kidneys, to your liver, to your heart, and triggers, like literally at the gene level, inflammation signaling. So when you're repairing your gut and you have good flora and you're eating foods you're not reactive to, especially gluten and dairy on the Hashimoto's, but other foods as well, getting adequate selenium on board, super important. But but what happens is now I'm cutting down that amount of lipopolysaccharide that's being released. And now all of a sudden my immune system is starting to regulate Modicare dampens down that 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 immune shift towards attacking your tissues. That the the importance of aged garlic, uh, and it really is an important compound for this, uh, is that it's improving that microcapillary circulation, but it's also improving your immune response in your gut, where you're starting to restore what's called your gamma delta T killer cells, which help you fight the good fight. Because what happens with a lot of people under stress? they wear out their mature T killer cells. Mm. Now, all of a sudden, I don't have good fighters in the game. You know, mm. my T killer cells are called senescent or adolescent. Right. They don't mature. That's the other reason. So, you know, when we're talking about these core areas of probiotics, immunomodulators, and there's not a lot of them out there. You know, I mean, Modicare is one of the few. I mean, it's a, a true immunomodulator that's been proven. And I know clinically... You know, personally, over the last 40 years, probably seeing 100,000 patients. And, you know, I mean, I've seen a lot of people. Uh, One of the few true immunomodulators that are just fantastic. And then that thought process of as people get under stress and they get under excess sympathetic tone. And now they're 
craving more foods and their blood pressures are going up and their blood vessels are getting more tight and tense. Now, all of a sudden, I'm restricting that blood flow into the gut. And now I'm releasing lipopolysaccharide, right? All of those things are aspects when we start to think about what I like to call whole body metabolism. Because your body's all signaling all together in a unison to either create future health or future chronic illness, inflam aging, metabolic inflammation, right? So you want to not move in that direction and, and bring your body back by, you know, when you say the term gut health, you're so right on that, Andrea. People just go, wow, that's a big term. What's that mean? You know, I mean, gee, should I be doing, should I be doing sauerkraut juice? Should I be doing, you know, everybody, you know, you start reading, you get into social media, then there's like a million and one things to think about, right? But it's really about is probiotics, prebiotics, find out whether you got bad bugs or not. Interesting thing on aged garlic, really inhibits H. pylori, inhibits candida, cleans up a lot of bad bugs. So I kind of like that baseline along with, there's other nutrients, olive mm -hmm. leaf extract, berberine, cat's claw, right? I mean, there's other things that really good. Um, but you got to get down to just like, where am I at with this global response in my body? How do I feel? And, uh, and I think, yeah, you can start to unwind it. So would it apply as well? So taking Modicare and Kyolic, would that apply also to any autoimmune, dis autoimmune disorder? Well, I mean, I think in any autoimmune disorder, if you look at Fasano's work, uh, out of Harvard, you had a 2020 review that showed, you know, the like that when zonulin is upregulated and zonulin is what makes your gut yeah, gap. So yeah. the leaky gut gaps because of high zonulin, mm -hmm. um, along with uh, actually elevated clotin two is another uh, another thing that happens because of the cortisol. But the bottom line is the more that gaps, the more the chances are you're going to end up getting sick or you're going to have an autoimmune disorder. So anything that will bring that back is important. So probiotics are important. Okay. Aged garlic, I think, is incredibly important. And, and I would say that Emmagicare works great in supporting autoimmunity. Now, once again, people shouldn't look at this as a cure-all because they need to develop a lifestyle. Yeah. Diet, you can't out-supplement any nutrition anyway. So that's like a given, right? We want to make sure that we have that nutrition on par. So how much Kyolic should we be taking? So you talked about the Modicare. So if you have an autoimmune condition, you're talking, you said... Three Modicare, you said three twice a day. Was that what you said? Yeah, three. I mean, if you're, I mean, if you have an autoimmune condition, autoimmune thyroid, I started three twice a day. If it's more like a, you know, MS or something like that, I start people lower just to kind of see how they respond. But I, I mean, in general, I'll build it up and then have them go down to three a day maintenance, and they can okay. do them all at once if they want, or they can do it twice a day if they want. It really. And how much kyolic? It's going to absorb. Yeah, you can do it once or twice a day. You know, break it up. Um, and so that's good on aged garlic extract. If you're going for just general blood pressure, like for example, they have a formula 109, which is, you know, great for, for, you know, blood pressure. Uh, you know, you can use that uh, and go for 1200 milligrams of aged garlic extract a day. Okay. If you're looking for maximum benefit, meaning reducing inflammatory signaling, so your IL-6 and TNF-alpha is going down. People that are overweight, they did a study on overweight people. They gave them uh, aged garlic extract. Uh, they gave them, you know, in, in one study, it was 3.6 grams a day. But in other studies, around 2,400 milligrams a day. Okay. And it reduces those inflammatory signals in the body significantly. Right. 
Right. And then improves blood pressure significantly, reduces wow. oxidative stress significantly. So, yeah. So t- I, I tell people 20, 1,200 to 2,400 milligrams a day. Jim, you mentioned Modicare a couple of times. Can you explain exactly what it is? Yeah. So, what, what, you know, when we look at Modicare, it's basically an extract from a plant that is called sterols and sterolins. So what those are, are basically a family of plant fats and what's called plant fat glucosides. They have a sugar moiety attached to them. Now, that doesn't mean when you take it that you're eating sugar. So people hear the term sugar and they go, oh, my God, I don't want to take sugar. But but it's, it's plant fats and a plant fat glucoside in a specific ratio, meaning, you know, there there's a ratio that's ideal of these two that makes your immune system improve its function. So basically you can think of sterols and sterilins as immune food. And, you know, where they really looked at this work was actually Dr. Buick's work out of the University of South Africa, where they were giving this to uh, people, especially the HIV population. And they figured out because it was a reasonable way to help, you know, bolster their immune system that, these plant sterols and sterolins had this very unique characteristic of helping to balance out where a person's immune system was at. So yeah, they're, they're plant fats and plant, plant fat sugars, basically, in a specific ratio that was found out through research and then taken in the doses that, were, that, that are recommended on the bottle. Now, is it something that you should be taking all the time? Like you were mentioning, like if you have a specific autoimmune issue or um, Hashimoto's, is it something that you should be on all the time or is it something that you kind of cycle? Yeah. I mean, I think it depends on, I think it depends on how much you're actually, you know, compromised. So like if your immune system is compromised and you're, you know, and and you're chronically feeling that, Hey, my immune system, I'm always getting sick. I, I would stay on it. I really like Magicare for people as a baseline, especially if they're not good at eating a lot of plant foods. Okay. Right. Because you don't, you don't get them if you don't eat plants. Um, but otherwise it's like, uh, Hey, if I want to start in uh, August to prepare for winter, you could do it a half a year out of the month if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I really, for a lot of people, a lot of my folks that have histories of autoimmunity or, you know, they've got histories, maybe they had a Lyme exposure or other biotoxin exposure. So their immune system is always a little wobbly or because they're getting older. And remember, as we get older, our immune systems wear down. That's why flu becomes one of the top killers in geriatric populations because mm-hmm. our immune system gets worn down. So I'd also say the older you get, the more important it is to stay on much care. You're right. So keep it. And you, so you can't get enough plant sterols and sterilins from the food from your diet, right? You have like taking a supplement is obviously the therapeutic dose. Well, you can you? try eating 20 pounds of vegetables a day. Okay. That was why I was bigger. So much. <laughs> okay. And then you mentioned probiotics. So what's the, what, what are we looking for? What, you know, is there a brand that you love and is there, what are we looking for when we're, we're looking to help with probiotics? Yeah, no, yeah I think there's, you know, obviously it's an editor at, at uh, probiotics.com. So, you know, there's a lot of research going on on probiotics. Yeah. Um, it's very important that people understand that one, it survives the gastric tract. So I take it and it survives it yeah. Two, that the, the flora that are in there, the bugs or the probiotics that are in that bottle are there till the date of expiration three, that they know that all the bugs that are in there 
are there till the date of expiration. Because a lot of times you'll see these probiotic formulas with 30 different probiotics in there. And and they 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 get mad at each other. They eat each other, you know, so they beat up on each other. So you want formulas that are studied, have data behind them. When you put them in a bottle together, they survive together and they survive till the date of expiration. So, you know, one of the leaders in probiotic research is uh, Wakanaga, you know, the, the makers of Chiodophilus. And they've got a nice family of probiotics from very high potency, like, you know, Chiodophilus Max, um, to ones that have uh, digestive enzymes with them for pediatrics, even and a chewable probiotic. So they have a nice family of probiotics that's based on human studies and you know, efficacy till the date of expiration, which I think is really important because a lot of times that study, they aren't done. They're 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 basically guaranteed at the time of manufacturing, not the date of expiration. Okay. And yeah, that's very important, of course, that they're they're gonna survive through the gut and actually do what they need to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> to actually do it. Um, okay. And then you talked about garlic. Now, I mean, I'm a big fan of garlic. So garlic, as- asparagus, Jerusalem, artichoke, leeks. I mean, these are onions. These are all prebiotics, meaning the food that feed the good bacteria in our gut. Now, you mentioned aged garlic extract. Is that the same as eating garlic? Is that different? So explain a little bit what that means. Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, so first of all, garlic's awesome, right? I'm Italian. I love garlic right? What's, what's, what's there not to love about garlic? I love garlic. Um, but it's different when you age it. So aged garlic extract, and that's not black garlic. You hear about black garlic on the market. Aged garlic extract is it, what it is, is it's organic garlic that is put in a steel firm, you know, a tank, and it ages that garlic for 20 months. And what happens is, is all the volatile compounds that create the stinking rose effect, you know, the more lipid soluble kind of oily compounds that are in the garlic, that ends up being transformed into a whole new family of natural chemicals that help your immune system, that help your vascular system, that help you to retain your bone density, that help you to build your glutathione pool. So these are things that when you age garlic extract, it now takes on a whole new life as to what it can do for you. And why we're so confident of that, I don't know of another natural product that has over 900 publications on it, that has multiple trials from leading interventional cardiologists, leading research institutes, not in animals, not in fruit flies, in human human trials. Multi-center, randomized, parallel, placebo-controlled, and you know what? I'll tell you one of the biggest things when I lecture on H garlic because I just did it this weekend. I was in Denver lecturing a, a small group of like fifty docs, kind of a boutique talk, and I put up a picture of a blood vessel before giving H garlic and a blood vessel after, and it's striking how different that blood vessel looks, meaning it's uniform on the inside. The endothelium is correct. There's not inflammation in it. Um, There's, I can show how bone density, you know, just stops losing bone when you take H garlic. Why is that important? 
when people lose bone, <laughs> very important. <laughs> it goes to their arteries. They plaque. Yeah. There's a direct correlation to bone loss and plaque burden. Mm-hmm. So, so with aged garlic extract, it, it doesn't interfere with your uh, blood clotting, which is a big concern with regular garlic. Um, secondly, you don't get the stinking rose effect, which is important. Third, it's you know, I mean, it has the benefit of hundreds of clinical trials. Like I don't know anything else that drops your blood pressure eleven points six points diastolic helps with your nervous system you know i mean it's got such a multitude of benefits for the what i call the modern individual right that modern person where they've got metabolic syndrome or they're a little bit overweight their blood pressure's going up their lipids are a little off they're moving towards being a plaque former i mean one of the most striking studies was in people with diabetes where you know, the left ventricle gets measured because of, you know, it gets bigger and they end moving towards heart failure. It actually reduced the size of the left ventricle, an average of 1.63% in people with diabetes. That's, I mean, you you tell that to a doc, a cardiologist, and they go, you gotta be kidding me. So really, we should all be on age garlic extract all the time. I mean, like to me, I'm thinking, does it reduce inflammation? Does it help with insulin resistance? Like I'm thinking it's probably doing all of that as well. So the inflammation piece is, is that study in overweight people where interleukin-6 and TNF-alpha went down. It also lowers oxidized LDL. It increases glutathione. So our redox potential is back, right? So our oxidation reduction balance is better. And it does help. You brought up a great one. It does help with insulin resistance because it raises something called adiponectin in your bloodstream. And adiponectin helps your insulin receptors to work better. So yes, I'm a firm believer. I mean, look, I've been talking about this for a long time, uh, probably 30 years almost. And I, I just think it's one of the single most important things people can take, given the fact 45% of our population is obese, almost half of our uh, population as heart disease adult. We've got about half of our population is either pre-diabetic or diabetic. And that means by default, they got blood vessel issues. They're not getting good microcapillary flow, right? That, you know, they're under oxidative stress. So yeah, I really believe that this is the one supplement more than a multivitamin. Everybody should be on. I agree. So can you tell us where we can find everything we talked about today? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think, you know, first of all, Kyolic is aged garlic extract, uh, you know, and Kyodophilus we talked about, Modicare we talked about. Leading health food stores are going to carry these. Without a doubt, if people have questions about it, they can go obviously to look at kyolic.com. They can, you know, see that. But obviously this is, um, you know, these are available at most major retailers now. The secret's out. I mean, so, <laughs> it, you know, people are using these now and now we're going to have a lot of thyroid people that are going to uh, now after listening to this that are going to be uh, getting out to their store to look for that Magicare. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like that to me was, um, was really, that was a, a gem. Like I'm, I'm excited because I just, I was at a loss last night having, having dinner with my friends saying I've tried everything. I'm trying all the, you know, I'm doing lysine and I'm doing, you know, like all of these like lemon balm and I'm doing like uh, eye bright and all of these antivirals. I'm trying all these different things. And I'm like, it definitely came down. Like they, my numbers came down, but I'm like, how do I bring it down even more? And I'm definitely going to uh, do Magicare. 
take Magicare. So thank you for that. And the Kyolic Age uh, Garlic Extract, you and I have talked about before. I think it's a phenomenal product. I mean, 900 human studies, come on. I mean, that is just like mind blowing, like in terms of actual, like when people say, is there research behind it? Uh, yeah, lots of research yeah. on that. So, uh, yeah. you, you know, so I think it's great. So, and you mentioned also the website probiotics.com. So that's a good resource if somebody wants to find out more about probiotics. So thank you for sharing that. Sure. As well. And we'll make sure we'll put everything below too so everybody can access it really easily. All right, Jim, oh, is there great. anything we didn't discuss today before we end today's interview that you want to share with our audience? No, I think the biggest thing is, is that, you know, because I know we started our conversation, you know, about stress and it kind of fanned out into all the metabolic effects of stress. You know, take an active role in managing your stress. You know, look at your heart rate. Where is it at? You know, if nothing else, box breathe three minutes twice a day, you know, take and stop. For three minutes out of your day, do deep breathing on that exhale, kind of release the stress that you've that you've taken on during your day. At the end of that three minutes, try to be grateful for something. Really participate in managing your health. And, and look, stress isn't out here. It's right inside your body. And you've got to, you really got to grab it and, and, and try to take hold of it because, uh, you know, it, it, it's something that we're a primitive nervous system in a modern world. Yeah, no, uh, well said. And thank you for sharing that. And yeah, the deep breathing makes a really big difference. It also helps amazing with our sleep, right? So a friend of mine was just telling me that uh, a couple of days ago that she did some deep breathing before bed and she had an amazing night's sleep. It took her, she did 10 minutes worth of it, like deep breathing meditation and her sleep was like incredible. So it, I mean, is it the, you know, the number one thing or the only thing that helps? No, absolutely. It's uh, everything is always, you know, a, a synergistic thing, a, a whole bunch of different things, right? That can help, but it definitely makes a huge difference. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you and we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.